Welcome to the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and the crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and we want to start out by giving a shout out to all the fans out there once again, stateside and worldwide, for continuing to support the show. We want to thank you all for sticking with us, and we want to make sure that y'all stay tuned in the next coming weeks. As summer rapidly approaches, we got some things lined up for the month of May and also for June. Lots of albums to cover, but then also some bonus content coming your way as well. Make sure y'all stay tapped in. Y'all know exactly how to do that. Make sure that you're going to our website, vaultclassicpod.com. Once again, that's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can go and check out all of our past episodes, leave a review. Also go to our shop and merchandise for all those merchandise items. Anything from t-shirts, hoodies, hats, tumblers, coffee mugs also pens and then iphone cases and anything else you can think of and then you can go to our buy me a coffee page to support the page monetarily make sure y'all go there get to our social media pages and follow us on all of our social media handles right there from the website you can get there of course from vaultclassicpod.com once again that's vaultclassicpod.com as we always say here on the vault our motto is hashtag open the vault hashtag nothing but the classics or mbtc and today we're going to go back 30 years ago and we're going to go back to the debut studio album of onyx back the fuck up released on march 30th 1993 by jmj records rush associated labels and chaos recordings recorded between september 1991 and august 1992 with the runtime of 47 minutes and 27 seconds the producers on this executive produced none other than the late great jam master j shy skills Cool T and Jeff Harris as well. So Onyx, back the fuck up. 30 years old. Just to give a little bit of a background on the group Onyx from Queens, of course, made up as we currently know them, mostly as Fredro Star, Sticky Fingers, and Sun C, or Sunny Caesar, as he was known back then, or Suave. But now the group is made up just of Sticky and Fredro. But the original group of Onyx was actually a quartet and not a trio or a duo as they are now. The original group as Onyx was made up just of Fredro Starr, Sonny Caesar, and Big DS. Now, Big DS tragically passed away more than a few years ago from cancer. They ran into Jam Master J from Run DMC fame in traffic and convinced them to listen to their music. He listened to it. He liked what he heard, but he gave them a couple of months to get a demo together. Now, Fredro was ready to record and was going to head to the studio, but at the time he was going to record, Sun C and Big DS didn't make it because they were allegedly stranded in Connecticut. So what did Fredro do? He brought his cousin to the studio, a one Kirk Jones, who we now know as none other than Sticky Fingers. Now, they recorded two songs on that demo, Stick and Move and Exercise. Now, Jam Master J, when he hears it, was so impressed that he said, yo, if Sticky ain't in the group, then it ain't no group. With Sticky being added to the group and the trio now becoming a quartet, he signed them to his label, JMJ Records, first with a single deal, then afterwards signed them for a deal with an EP, and then afterwards with an album deal. So in the lead up to starting their process of recording, 
Onyx producer at the time, B-Wiz, despite the pleas from everybody in the group, sold his drum machine and went to Baltimore to go sell drugs. Well, then later on, he was murdered. And at that point, once he was gone, also the group's sound was gone. He was their primary producer. So they needed a new one. They ran into Traskills on the streets in Queens and they met him when he was, they were out on the street, supposedly going to cop some weed. He was telling them that he had beats. Now, his style when they listened to it was more of the jazz variety on a tip, sort of like what was their Queens counterparts, a tribe called Quest. That was his style, but that wasn't really their style. But they knew that his beats were dope and they knew that they were nice. So they knew that if it was something that they could work with, they wanted to bring him to the studio, which they did, and help to make his style a little bit more grimy and adapted to the hardcore and gritty sound that they were looking for and also what they were used to. It was a gamble, taking someone that had a style that was opposite of what it was they normally were used to rapping over and then taking that and adapting it to exactly the style that they wanted. So that was Onyx, and that was the lead up into going into recording Back the Fuck Up. During this time, when they were recording the album, Jam Master J was in there very present during all the studio sessions. And really, when you think about Onyx being a group that Jam Master J helped to bring onto the scene, it just once again highlights the influence that this man had and the amount of acts that he mentored and also worked with, and that that was one of his hallmarks. And let's just know how tragic of a loss it was when he was gunned down in 2002, and the fact that now that death still reverberates now even 20-plus years later. First Thoughts and Reflections So my first reaction to Onyx, heard the first two singles when I was in fifth grade at the time, and the Throw Your Guns one was something that I liked, but the one that roped me in and that roped everyone in in my generation definitely was Slam. Now, being in the fifth grade, Slam was the type of song that catered to boys of my demographic and those who were older than us, what we were all looking for in hip hop. It was a popular song. And then it was soon afterwards we heard it being used in lots of commercials and in basketball themed programming, because, of course, why wouldn't it be? It was a good song and it was a great song to get hyped to. First heard the album, I would say, in full right around 1995. I was listening to it, getting ready for anticipation of Onyx's second album, Is All We Got Is Us, which came out that fall in 1995. Now, I knew that the rhymes and the energy would be there after hearing a couple of the songs and a couple of album cuts in passing. But what I was really surprised at when I listened to it first in 95 was how good and consistent the production was. I mean, the music was one thing. The style, their demeanor was something else. We know Onyx's style I mean, their logo of their group is actually a drawn face with a frown on it. It just lets you know that was their demeanor. That style with the bald heads, the all black sweats, the fatigues and the Timbs, that really was the start of popularizing that look into hip hop circles. It was something that many people would then copy years afterwards. It was a style that I think a lot of groups when they were going for that look and that sort of aesthetic. They looked at Onyx and said that we want to make sure that we copy what it is that they're doing because it works. They were copied but never duplicated. And then listening to the album more recently, I would say that my opinion actually improved. I still think the shot skills and production on the album doesn't get the credit that it deserves. I mean, the group itself, they were doing something that I would say was revolutionary and unheard of at the time. And I couldn't help but after listening to it this past week and listening to it again and again, and then also reading some articles doing some prep work this week, that they really combined stylistically the elements of two different groups that were hot during that time that were also their contemporaries, Naughty by Nature and Das Effects. The rhythms, the call and response and sing-along hooks of Naughty by Nature, and then the rugged style, energy, and dumping nature of Das Effects, 
but it wasn't biting. It wasn't copying them at all. It was more so the combining of those sensibilities that translated into an original style. This album, I would say, was one of the first albums that I can think of that could be performed as a whole in a set during a show with Onyx because it could drive the energy, response, and crowd participation along with the lyrics, the song composition, and those infectious hooks. The craziest thing about it is that Onyx achieved the success of this album and crossover success without actually crossing over with their sound. They were unapologetically themselves, and it was the gamble that paid off, and it gained them the support, which they carried on now for three decades. And you can see now, after all these years, that that rugged hardcore style was something that you saw present, not just in Onyx and those other groups that I mentioned, Naughty by Nature and Dies Effects, but then you would see it present also in groups like MOP later on, and other groups later on in the decade that had that rugged hardcore style that at times would be high energy and high focus. That would be something that would stick with a lot of audiences that got them very small, but very niche fan bases that were loyal and supportive. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Highlights and lowlights. So my highlights from Back to Fuck Up with Onyx, really overall, I would say the energy is what makes this album great. Because I think it's one of those things that you get into this album and you'll never be bored whatsoever. But the highlights other than the single themselves, Slam obviously was something that was big as a 11 year old boy that played basketball that was into stuff like high energy type of activities. Slam was our anthem back then. So many of us sat there and sung that hook over and over again. It was something that was infectious. But Throw Your Guns, really a song that when I listened to it again this past week, it's so crazy how influential that song was on so many different other songs that I heard afterwards. In particular, being a DC native, I heard so many elements in this song being used by go-go bands, the backyard band, junkyard band, so many things that we heard in Throw Your Guns that were used and were staples of those bands for years to come. It just goes to show you the influence that Onyx had went beyond New York, went beyond just the hip-hop crowd. It crept into other genres as well, in the genre like go-go that we listen to in DC. But other highlights, Here and Now, a track that I love here. I thought everybody sort of got their man on this. Attack of the Bald Heads. You talk about, man, just that hardcore aesthetic and listening to that. You had everybody sort of had a, got their man on this. This was actually produced by Cool T, Nigga Bridges, which is actually the first song that Psy Skills actually produced for Onyx. Uh, using that hook from London Bridges falling down and... Uh, they bring it there on that track there as well. Onyx is here and Stick and Move, two of my favorite tracks on the album. An underrated track for me, the third single that's on here is Shifty. Love this track and love the way that the group sort of came together to do this. And the messaging on that song really just kind of goes hard. I didn't really have a big problem with a lot of the short tracks that were on here. 
like the ones like bust that ass and also and get the fuck out. And then also the skits that are on here. I really didn't have a problem with any one of those or even have the problem with tracks like Black Vagina Finder or The Next Niggas, which were songs that were more so about women and about talking about what's happening with the next dude or whatever and your girl's relationship and what she's doing to one dude versus what she did to you. I didn't really have a big problem with that. And if you look at Onyx's catalog, they have one or two songs on there in every one of their albums. So I really didn't have a huge problem with it. I didn't necessarily think that there were any throwaway tracks on here. What I love the fact is that the energy was high and it stayed high and was really in short burst. It all together, 18 tracks on here, including all the skits and any of the short tracks that were transition tracks, I would say, all fit in within 48 minutes. So you want to talk about high energy, being able to pack that into moments with short bursts of energy where it gives you something and boom, then it's gone. That's what I felt this album was able to accomplish. But all those tracks on here, great production, sticky fingers on here, absolutely a madman. Fredro being able to hold his own and definitely Sonny Caesar doing his thing there as well. To me, Big DS wasn't really a huge presence on this album. He would leave after this album. And then you got the trio that you saw, which Onyx was for much of the rest of the decade and the couple of albums they followed up with after this. But Sticky Fingers, without a shadow of a doubt, you talk about what Jam Master J said, if there ain't no Sticky, it ain't no group. Yeah, Sticky was the MVP on this joint, followed right up by Fredro Starr and Sunny Caesar, man. So great tracks, great highlights, not really any lowlights on here whatsoever. I really think that taking that energy and then compacting it within 48 minutes to hit you hard and then boom, make sure that you're gone is one of the best ways to captivate audiences and keep their attention. Notable quotables. And then for my notable quotable, definitely has to be sticky. And it has to come from Slam, that famous third verse, which we all know and love. Sticky has a couple of great quotables on here. Fredro and Sonny Caesar have great quotables on here. But to go with this third verse, I have to go with it. Sticky from Slam. I'm a B-boy. Standing in my B-boy stands. Hurry up and give me the microphone before I bust in my pants. The mad author of anguish. My language polluted. Onyx is heavyweight and still undisputed. Took the words right out my mouth and walked a mile in my shoes. I've paid so many dues. I feel used and abused and I'm so confused. I'm excuse me. For example, I'm the inspiration for a whole generation. Unless you got 10 sticky fingers, it's straight imitation, a figment of your imagination. But, 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 wait, it gets worse. I'm not watered down, so I'm dying of thirst. Coming through with the scam, a foolproof plan. B boys make some noise and just, and just slam. <laughs> a great way to end off a classic song. <laughs> sticky fingers just absolutely going after it, man. Like I said, other quotables by Sticky on here. Definitely Shifty is, an, is one of them also as well. Don't throw your guns. But that's my pick for notable quotables. It's notable of a verse when you talk about on a classic song as there is there during that particular time. Final verdict. So my final verdict for Onyx, back the fuck up, man. This is really an influential album. It's an album when you talk about you look at what it stood at during that time, during 1993, very competitive hip hop market. But just looking at the influence and legacy of this album, so many different lists listed this album as a standout from the year. The Source named it one of his 100 best albums in 1998. Ego Trip, Hip Hop's 25 Greatest Album by the Year 1993, they had it ranked as number eight. Complex. Had to do it again when rappers redo their album covers. Also, they had it as their 50 best rap album titles ever. And then Spin had it one of the 50 best rap albums from 1993. So you want to talk about like influence there. And you talk about the bald heads, the fatigues, the Tims, 
And then the high energy as well, that demeanor of just being nasty, rugged, raw. Onyx had so much influence that they put through with this album. And it really laid the foundation for not just the group, but then individually rappers like Fredro and also Sticky to be able to come out and make their imprint, not just in the hip hop world, but then also in acting as well. I love their hyper energy. I love the way that they brought the energy on this album. And it really did influence a lot of acts to follow their style so many years later. So for me, when I think about this album, is it a classic, essential album, dope, just good, or probably okay? To me, I would say that this is definitely a classic album. It's one of those albums you talk about when it's the best ones in 1993. It's right up there. The influence is there. Definitely you look at Onyx and what they did in regards to sporting those bald heads, that energy being rugged, raw, and grimy. Something that definitely left its mark on the game. And the tracks from this album definitely tracks Throw Your Gun, Slam, two of the best singles out of that year in 1993. And Slam, well, 30 years later, is definitely something that's being used in popular media. And that's where you get the sign of a classic song and also something that is the work of something that is appreciated by people many years after it originally was released. So back to fuck up by Onyx. I'm saying it's a classic. Make sure y'all go check it out. 30 years old from this year. Make sure y'all listen to it. Come to us on social media. Hit us up on Twitter, TikTok, IG, Facebook, YouTube. What do y'all think about it? What are your memories from this album? And do you agree? Is it a classic? And of course, what are some of your favorite tracks? Hit us up. We love to continue the conversation. And that is going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you are visiting us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can learn more about the show, check out our past episodes, join our mailing list, leave a review, or if so inclined, you can leave us a voice note. Click the blue microphone in the bottom right-hand corner to leave us a voice note to let us know what you think about the show or to just show us some love. To support the show, click the coffee cup shaded in yellow in the bottom left-hand corner to access our Buy Me A Coffee page. On Buy Me A Coffee, you can give a small monetary donation to support the show to ensure that we can keep the vault open for many years to come. You can also visit us on social media at Vault Classic Pod on IG, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also hit us on YouTube and our Facebook page. Like and follow us on social media. Subscribe to the pod and the YouTube channel. We do it here all for you. We appreciate the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend and make sure that that friend tells a friend. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary or ordinary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.